0: Matt Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Really a shame we have to start this way, but we've got here. some uh, terrible news.
0: Here's some Kleenex just to get
2: you through this segment here. My gosh, this is this is really heartbreaking news.
1: I <clears throat> uh, hate to start the day this way. I mean, you know, it's 6 o'clock in the morning, Central, 7 Eastern. It's, it's just too early to start with something like this, but... Yeah. Valentine's Day is three weeks away. Sure. It's just been announced that uh, sweethearts, those little candies. yeah, gonna be missing from the shelves this year. You can't buy them. Company that makes the candy, the New England confectionery company went out of business. <gasps> out of business. Oh no. Heart wrenching news, those sweethearts uh-huh. are gone. You can't get them. So
2: I mean, it's not Valentine's Day now.
1: If you'll if you love those, you'll just have to eat actual chalk instead. <laughs>
2: So, um, <laughs> Wait, are, you, are you crying or are you laughing now? No, I'm crying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, the, those are literally the biggest oh, waste, they're
1: so nasty of space. It's just for the little message on them, like,
2: Yep, I love you, I heart you,
1: whatever, whatever they say on them.
2: Be mine,
1: mm, be mine, mm-hmm. you are neat, mm-hmm. and then, you,
2: and then every every year, every February 14th. You say, you know what, I'm going to... I remember these are so good. Oh, Nope. Good and then Lord. they're not. It's like...
1: that is it's like chalk.
2: Chewable Pepto-Bismol. Ugh. At ah.
1: best. Ugh. At best, Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> so...
2: So those are gone for this year, but they hope yeah, to be gone. back. Apparently,
1: oh, they do hope to be back. Yeah, because they're gonna
2: be oh. uh, another company's hoping to make them. Uh, like they're going don't bother. They're Good gonna... golly, they're terrible. <laughs> that's why, freaking. Do terrible. you understand? That's why this company went out of business in the first place. If that's the best thing that they right? have in their repertoire, are you kidding me?
1: Most popular confection for the holiday, 1.8 billion in sales from the heart candy.
2: Ugh,
1: they that s- tastes like chalk. So bad that's insanity. Well then why okay, if they can't get by on 1.8 billion and they make these little heart-shaped nasty chalk candies? Mm-hmm. Uh you don't deserve to be in business. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing with that money? It's probably the rest of their uh, portfolio is just wow. If that's their best seller. Jeez, that's crazy. Imagine how the other crap they make tastes. Can I ask you one other thing before we get into the you meat may. of the matter today? Mm-hmm. Uh, Does anybody else feel like this? Every morning I wake up and I go into my closet and I look at the stuff I have to wear. And I, you know, we've got a fairly sizable closet. It's one full wall is mine, everything else is Jackie's. But, you know, there's a full wall of clothes there. And I look at it every single day and hate absolutely every item in it. Hmm. I hate every item in it. Like this, for instance, I looked at it and thought, "Well, I'm wearing this goofy thing in a long time." I'm yeah, that's just a good look. Throw this crappy thing on. What do you mean,
2: crappy thing? That's probably one of your best. I mean, I, that's looks good. We got to
1: get some kind of clothing manufacturer or something as a sponsor for the show that donates an entire wardrobe. Okay, so yeah. let's work on that.
2: You need so to be on what not to wear. Apparently. Nothing,
1: nothing to wear ever. Maybe it's wow. just me. Maybe I'm the only one that looks at it every morning, every single morning at three thirty. I'm in that closet looking at it. And I, I got not one thing to wear, hmm. well, that I want to wear. Nothing.
2: Wow. This, yeah, is, uh, this is a deep like dive old, into Pat Gray's uh, home life. I feel here.
1: like an old woman now. Yeah. Uh, How many pairs so, of shoes do you own? Not that many. Really? Just a few.
2: Well, maybe, you may, would that help? I mean, like if you just the shoes are not. Shoes? No, the
1: shoes aren't the issue. So it's not the the shoes. more the shirts that are the issue. The shirts, I just... I can't believe you're wearing shoes today. Well, so far. <laughs>
2: Normally, you... I
1: haven't kicked them off yet. You've already
2: taken them off What are you doing now?
1: looking down there?
2: Because uh, we're talking about your wardrobe. Mind your, your own wardrobe. business. I thought you wanted some help a there. A little,
1: little personal.
2: Well, you brought up your... Looking
1: f- under the counter like that. It's I mean, just, could uh, you put, put little, some pants on? I a mean, little just disturbing. Pat
2: gray and boxer shorts over here. <laughs> it's kind of disturbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you imagine mm-hmm. when, when Jeffy fills in there? Ooh, I look over
1: there. Oh, man. That's... Yeah, you don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh triple eight nine hundred and thirty three ninety three. Some of them the things that are actually going on, the uh poor Covington kids and their families. Ugh. Good gosh. I just don't. The residents of, of this uh it, it's a fairly affluent town suburb of Cincinnati and yeah, northern yeah. Kentucky.
2: And that's apparently a sin now.
1: Yeah. Well, of course it is. Mm-hmm. This makes their plight even worse. Because they're, you know, they're wealthy, most of them. Um but It's amazing at the vitriol being directed at them. The hatred, the death threats. I mean, seriously, for standing there and at worst smirking at a Native American. That's it. That's what they did. That's their big, that's that kid's biggest sin. He smirked in front of a Native American.
2: And if he didn't have a look on his face, they would have called it a stare-down. Right. And for that, you're going
1: to, what, try to kill the guy? Really? It's just, uh, it's pathetic. So, it's town of about 4,000 where uh, many of the students uh, are, you know, trying to defend themselves and putting out some video clips that say, we didn't do anything wrong. Why Why do you people hate us so much? But they're getting a taste of what it's like, what the left is is like and capable of right now it's really disturbing really disturbing and the native american in question Nathan Phillips just continues to lie about it just lying through his teeth every single day even after all of the evidence came out and people had watched the entire 2 hours of of video and saw that nothing he said was true he continues to spew the same garbage. Just an absolute liar. Um and he's he's the he's the victim though, and he continues to play that up. And he's really good at it. Uh here's here's what he's saying now. I was afraid. I felt threatened. Because when we were there mm-hmm. and we were in front of mm-hmm. them, they surrounded us. Oh wow. Of course, that's obviously been disproven now. And he's still he's He's maintaining that. Although, in one interview, he did say that they approached him because they were trying to defuse the situation. (laughs) Uh, In other interviews, he continues to claim that they were surrounded, and so he was afraid. He was afraid. Wow, you didn't look afraid. You were beating a drum right in the kid's face. That didn't seem like fear. Mm -hmm. Hmm, That seemed like aggression. School chants should be in school. Oh, really? And this
3: wasn't school.
1: <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> School chants should be in school. And, and your this, religious ceremony. Native Native American whoa, chants, though. Come on! Those shouldn't be on the reservation. Those are perfect for anywhere, anytime, I, any circumstance, I any can. occasion. Any occasion, the Native whoa. American chants are fine. That's amazing, isn't it?
2: Has he tried everything we could possibly think of?
1: I think so. I really? What? School chants belong in school, uh, and this wasn't school. That's your big thing now?
2: <laughs> You're right. Let's let's all get pissed at the kids for saying, rah, rah, go team fight.
1: Yeah, we've got spirit. Yes, we do. Oh we've got my spirit. Oh, gosh. How about you? Oh, well, they should be killed for that. Uh, is, <laughs> is there a concentration camp at least yeah. we can put them in? Yeah. How dare you ask if we have spirit? <laughs> and how dare you? dare you claim that you have it?
2: I swear, this guy.
1: Oh, man. And there's more. The students should go through some kind of uh, sensitivity training, cultural education of some kind. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't smile at a Native American. That's insensitive. I mean, so insensitive. So anti-cultural. Uh, so maybe we can get them some training in the concentration camp we put them in. <laughs> of course, they got to be in hard labor too. You got to be b- breaking rocks for I don't know what forty years, uh-huh. or until they drop dead. You know from uh-huh. from exhaustion. One of the one of the two. Wow, that's a. But their families need to go there with them because their families taught them these nasty manners, and and they're wealthy, uh-huh. right? They're not paying their fair share anyway. So between not paying your fair share, living in a nice area, teaching these kids. Uh, to smirk in front of a person who is attacking them, you all need to go to a concentration camp now. <laughs> it's just amazing.
2: Now, but so I wonder what um, the honorable Mister Phillips uh-huh. uh, would suggest happen to the um, the the black guys that were there uh, taunting him, and that's who and they should have
1: been afraid of.
2: Actually, taunting him. Those and-
1: guys were as aggressive, nasty, and vile. As it gets. Mm-hmm. And they were directing all of that. Not at the high school kids, but at the Indians. And that's who you should have been afraid of. Yeah, but wait a minute. And that's who he defends.
2: Yeah, but the black guys weren't doing school chants, were they?
1: No, that, see, that is true. See no, now. they were just saying racist things mm-hmm. like these Damn crackers and it's dusty <laughs> ass crackers
2: right. and 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 they also said Uncle Tomahawk, <laughs>
1: Uncle Tomahawk. And They said yeah. something about but that was okay. The, that, that was okay. Was okay. That's fine. but see they did. He it liked it with angry looks on their faces, not gentle smirk. Thank you, thank you. So he wasn't intimidated by the black Israelites.
2: Boy, I missed the good old days of 2018, huh?
1: <sighs> wow, I told you. You said, "Will 2019 get get better?" <laughs> no, uh... nope.
2: I think it was Garden Gal on Twitter yesterday. It was just like, ah, oh, yes. 2019. Pining for the old days. 2018. <laughs> Amen. And it's true. <laughs> it's
1: so true. This I... this story is one of the most mind-numbing I, I can remember. Mm-hmm. This is just so beyond any kind of reason, any sort of sensibility, anything civilized that... Uh, you know, even I don't know if I would have believed this was possible last year. I know, right? <laughs> so what's next? Jeez, I don't know. I, I shudder to even guess. Man, it is 2019 is already outdone. 2018,
2: apparently. <laughs> it's
1: pretty close. Yeah. I mean, this one story might, might top pretty much. Uh, and fortunately, nobody's been killed, but they're trying by giving up their locations, by telling... By uh, putting by posting everywhere for everyone to see, every crackpot, every kook in the in the country can see where all these people live. So, in essence, when you dox them, what are you doing? You're encouraging violence against these people, are you not? Is there what other reason is there to post where they live? What other reason is there so that you can mail them a get well card? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. So that you could, maybe they could, they'd claim, uh, well, you can show up at their house and protest, which also shouldn't be done. But you're encouraging violence against these kids and their families, and it's despicable. Uh, the left has no shame, none. But well, we've known that. Gosh, I mean,
2: yeah, I want to go back to the good old days where we didn't know what a boy or a girl was. Yeah. Those were the simple times.
1: The uh, simple days. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we do know one thing about boys and girls. They're exactly the same. Same bodies, same chemistry, same everything. And so we do know that much. The other thing we do know from the left is that uh, they're not human until they actually come out of the womb. And then it's even questionable. You know, it's, it's kind of questionable. And and uh, a New York State bookstore... Uh, owned by John Speed, closed his shop yesterday to protest against uh, new ab- abortion laws enacted in the state that legalize late-term abortions. Remember, there the wonderful governor there, Andrew Cuomo, <clears throat> wanted uh, abortion throughout the pregnancy, all the way up to birth. So, I guess, up to and including partial birth abortion. So, this guy... There is somebody in New York that's opposed to that, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's posted a sign on his store's front door that's going viral. Uh, the sign posted to the entrance of his used bookstore <coughs> called the Boy Scout in Syracuse, New York. Book Scout. That's the book. Oh, the Book Scout. Boy Scout. <laughs> the Book Scout in Syracuse, New York on the sign of that store. It says closed today. Today is a day of mourning in New York State. We will not collect sales taxes today for a tyrannical government that murders babies. We will resume regular business tomorrow, collecting sales taxes under duress. End abortion now. Wow, that's a great. I mean, that is somebody taking a stand.
2: Yeah, and that went viral yesterday, so it made an impact.
1: That's fantastic. Uh, it, it
2: didn't just touch the the folks that went up and tried to go into a store yesterday.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. Um. Faithwire, isn't that uh, is that Dan Andros's? I think that's his. Yeah, he's the uh, editor of Faithwire, right? Cool. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm telling me So right
1: Faithwire uh, asked why he would choose to do this, and Speed said, said he uh, felt he needed to do something. He said, <clears throat> "I obviously can't stop paying sales tax to the state of New York. I can't do that altogether, although I would like to, but I can't." Yeah, he wants to continue to be a free person. He doesn't want to wind up in jail. So I thought, well, I'll put up a sign on the front window of the store and say we're closed today and express our thoughts uh, just so we can make a statement. That's, that is fantastic. Fantastic. His statements came, obviously, as we mentioned, because of the uh, of Cuomo's decision to legalize late-term abortions. And he made that on the anniversary of Roe v. Wade. By the way, Roe v. Wade, if you just went back to that, to that decision that legalized abortion in the first trimester, uh, we'd be far better off than we are today. If you just accepted Roe v. Wade and that's it. But look at how far. You know, you give them an inch, they take they take a hundred miles.
2: They take the baby right out of the womb.
1: Um, so this the bill specifically allows for a woman to abort her unborn child up to nine months into the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Typically through lethal injections, as well as for uh, non-doctors to perform perform abortions.
2: Oh, so, can I?
1: Isn't that one to, one of their things yeah. about about keeping abortion abortion legal? Is right. we want it to be safe, done by professional right. doctors. Right. Not in some back alley where and people do, who don't know what they're doing. They
2: just outlawed their own argument.
1: Yeah, they sure did.
2: And look at them signing this into law. Look, look over there on the Blaze TV. You got Cuomo signing with a big grin on his face. All the people, the sponsors of the bill, are just grinning ear to ear. Oh, yay! They're clapping. They're applauding the murder of hmm. babies. I mean, look at that. It's just like a celebration. It's
1: despicable.
2: Oh, my gosh. And I know the Babylon Bee had a great uh, parody article on the parody article about this, too.
1: It's actually true, though. It is. This is one of the truest things from the Babylon Bee ever. Oh, my gosh. It's a satirical website, if you're not uh, familiar with it, um, that kind of deals in religious issues. Uh, They wrote, The nation's progressives announced Wednesday they will resume lecturing you on morality after they're finished applauding a new law allowing more babies to be murdered (laughs) that was passed in New York (laughs) yesterday. (laughs) Usually, this is, a quote, this is a fake quote from one, usually we like to torture people, we like to lecture people to do better at following our movement's ever-shifting moral compass every day, but we'll take the day off today so we can spend a few minutes and celebrate this great new law that lets mothers kill their babies without consequence. Yes. I mean, more easily than they already could, of course. <laughs> Progressive stated uh, they would be lecturing you on topics ranging from social and economic justice to climate change and fracking, but most of all, they'll be focusing on lecturing you on health care, especially for the nation's babies and children. (laughs) So true. Oh, yeah. We're going to go all in on talking about how compassionate we are pushing for health care for all, said one man in Austin, Texas. We're the true pro-lifers advocating for other people to pay you for your health care. But first, I'm going to take the day and loudly celebrate this most recent decision allowing more unborn babies to be murdered. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, I'll get back around to the lecture.
2: <laughs> yep, there you go.
1: So good, there you go, and so true. Yes. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. This portion of Pat Gray Unleashed brought to you by Home Title Lock, home because home title fraud. Is exploding, and until last year, I didn't even know this was a thing. Who would ever guess that? I mean, I think I, I I probably knew that my title was stored online, but didn't realize it was easily accessible and transferable to another document. And then they just forge your name off of it, and then suddenly they own your they own your home. That's uh, a an amazing scam, and once you're enmeshed in it, it's virtually impossible to extricate yourself from. So you don't want to find bank payments showing up at uh, in your mailbox that you you never took out the loan but now you have to pay for the loan um, If you own a home protect yourself. get home title lock for just pennies a day they'll put a barrier around your home's title. It works the same way as like uh, life lock. For other forms of identity theft. But LifeLock doesn't cover this. So Home Title Lock does. And they know what they're doing. Give it a shot today and get some peace of mind that this hopefully won't happen to you. HomeTitleLock.com Go there. Sign up. You'll get a free title, scan, and report which is a $100 value. They'll throw that in for free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com That's HomeTitleLock.com
3: Pat Gray Unleashed.
1: Yeah, we were just talking about um, healthcare for all from the Babylon Bee. A majority of the public apparently now supports single-payer healthcare.
2: Wait, so this is a real story now? Yeah. Sadly,
1: it is. From the Hill. Uh, Healthcare for all, Medicare for all. Is the euphemism they're using for, for universal health care or socialized medicine? Mm-hmm. The poll is from the Kaiser Family Foundation, found 56% of the public now supports a single payer plan compared to 42% who oppose. 56 42 now. Neat. Well, of course, when you, hey, how does it sound if everybody gets free Medicare? Well, okay. Except then you find out, well, wait a minute, it's not free. We're, of course, going to raise your taxes to pay for it. has to be that way. Progressives are pushing uh, the new Democrat House majority to move forward on universal health care, and many Democrat uh, presidential hopefuls, in fact, I think almost all of them, have signed on to it. Poll finds that there's a wide swing in support and opposition, depending on how the question is asked. When people are told that Medicare for All would guarantee health insurance as a right for all Americans, support shoots up to 71%. Uh. But when they're told that the proposal would also require most Americans to pay more in taxes, in fact, it's not just most, everyone would have to pay more. Then the support plummets to 37%. (sighs) Where do you think this money's coming from?
2: Healthcare doesn't just grow on trees?
1: No, and doctors don't just give away their stuff for free? Wow. Why? Hmm.
2: Wow. What haters, man? I mean, where's the love for your fellow countrymen? That's,
1: That's how these doctors live in the nicest homes in your community? Huh! They get paid for what they do?
2: I thought they just won life's lottery. Right! I didn't know they went to school for 10 years.
1: Huh. Or twelve after the oh, twelve yeah. that all of us go through, and then they do another twelve on top of that, and then the residency, you know, and then then they expect a payoff after that. I <laughs> mean, I, Rotten bastards!
2: So you must hate your country, then, <laughs> doctors? <laughs>
1: just give it away, <laughs> or you hate human beings? Mm-hmm. How dare you force them to pay for your service? Just
2: go into debt and stay there for the rest of your lives. Jesus. Don't earn it back, please. Just you know.
1: I mean, do you remember all the talk? Obama used to lie about. It. I never said it was for universal health care. And then we played all of the audio mm-hmm. that he's for universal health care,
2: mm-hmm.
1: single payer health care plans. I mean, now they're just they're fine with it. Now, now it's all out there. Let
4: me also uh, address a illegitimate uh-huh. concern that's being put okay. forward, sure, by Illigent. those who are claiming that a public option is somehow a Trojan horse uh-huh. for a single payer system.
1: Right? Okay. Yes. Single
4: payer. Healthcare plan, universal healthcare plan. That's what I'd like to see. Uh, oh, I think. Wait, if we you would. Public option. Mm-hmm. It could reach a single mm-hmm. payer, and that's the best way to reach single payer. Nobody mm-hmm. is talking about some government takeover of healthcare. I happen to be a proponent of a single payer universal healthcare plan.
1: Okay, <laughs> you talk about liars. You talk about uh, just consistent uh, bald-faced liars. Obama was one of the one of the biggest, and. Of course he was for single-payer. Of course he was for universal health care. But at that time, in 2008, he couldn't say it. And and their dumb Obamacare garbage was just the precursor. It was just the, the stepping stone to get us to single-payer. And now they're all on board with it. Everybody loves it.
2: Boy, remember when Bill Clinton was the king of liars? Yeah. Obama blew right
1: past oh, him. Oh, yeah. Oof. Oh, yeah. He lapped him. He he makes he makes Bill Clinton look like uh, honest Abe, yeah. Uh, and that's that's saying something because <laughs> Bill Clinton was no honest Abe. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and you know then you talk about all of the presidential candidates in the Democrat Party and how far to the left they are now. It's just it's unbelievable. Uh, Julian Castro launched his campaign a couple of weeks ago by pledging support for medicare for all that was his big deal free universal preschool a large public investment in renewable energy and two and get this two years of free college for all americans just the two you stingy bastard right oh my god What's what this? what are you a republican what are you, a conservative? What are you, a John Birch Society member? Man, what are we talking, what? junior
2: college? What's what?
1: So the left went nuts uh-huh. because that wasn't far enough. Uh, really? So oh. he got hammered for his two years of free higher education instead of four. Half measures, scraps, corporate Democrat double speak so what did he do oh no he put out a statement oh yeah let me clarify at least the first two years of college or university or apprenticeship program should be tuition free and preferably all four years of course work we're, we're going to work toward that
2: <laughs> oh my gosh yeah he's a leader oh man wow let's put him in the executive
1: office <clears> so among the two dozen the 24 Democrats who everybody knows are going have either already announced or are going to. Almost, virtually every one of them is for Medicare for all. Virtually every one of them and not only that, but then they also want the free college. They all have that platform as well. free college and free health care. Some uh, are advocating for job guarantee programs. And a $15 an hour minimum wage uh, and abolishing mm-hmm. ICE. Could you could you get any more radical than that? So, yeah, absolute extremists, absolute radicals. Just pay for it, Pat. You know, I, I'm puzzled by the people who say, well, how are you going to pay for it? Mm. You, you just do. Just you pay just for pay for it. Just pay for it. What? You know, um, among millennials, we, we think, wow, we're gonna, the world's going to end in 12 years if you don't just pay for it. So just pay for it. Yeah. What's the matter with you? Uh, Tom Steyer is one of these people who is uh, expected to announce his candidacy. Um, and the only thing in, in all of the above socialism he doesn't want is uh, the right to a job. He actually said, I want the private sector to produce jobs so people can live on. A guarantee of government jobs doesn't make sense. He's for everything else. <laughs> He's for universal health care and free college, uh, but um, but not the guarantee of jobs. Just wow. absolutely amazing. What, what,
2: is, is he running on the Republican Party side well, now? Well,
1: then he turned around because he realizes how extreme these positions are. <laughs> and he said... Uh, the Republicans are the ones who are an extremist, far-right, radical party. When you say we need to moderate to their position, there's nothing moderate or pragmatic about it. Uh, give me an example of something that's even close to as extreme as you people are. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. 888 933 Let me tell you about Cosmo Hurts Kids campaign. Uh, this is something you probably know by now. Victoria Hearst launched even though her family, the Hearst Corporation, publishes Cosmopolitan magazine. But since she believes pornography is harmful to kids and Cosmo contains pornography, she thinks that states' material harmful to minor laws should be applied to it. So then they wouldn't be able to read about five raw, real sex positions for a one-night stand. Oh, my. All righty, then. Good golly. So if that's not porn, I don't I don't know what is. Um, they don't, you know, the, the campaign isn't trying to drive Cosmo out of business or even censor their stupid magazine. They just want kids under 18 not be, not to purchase it. It's pretty reasonable. It's uh, certainly not an extremist stand, but we, we should get to Tom Steyer's opinion on that just to make sure. Anyway, Victoria believes we all need to take a stand against pornography being sold to kids under 18. If, if you agree... Visit CosmoHertzKids.com right now. Visit CosmoHertzKids.com.
3: Pat Gray, unleashed. Triple Eight,
1: 933.93. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where promiscuous fish tweets. I think once you've switched to mornings, this is the quickest you've triggered Keith.
2: Yep. That sounds about
1: right. Were you. You were triggered? Oh, on the uh, was it on the candy thing? Or I what think it was
2: about? Mr. The kids need cultural training, brainwashing. Um, Nathan Phillips uh, saying that the Covington kids need to oh. need to be uh, educated.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. Also, uh, just to muck and fetch. Well, here's another option for Pat and Hangry Keith.
2: Oh, oh, the candy hearts uh, oh, going the, away. Look at this on the screen there, the Blaze TV. We got the uh, Sour Patch Kids. Huh? Hey, the conversation yeah. hearts. It's ah. Like, Hard to have a conversation when you got sour stuff in your mouth.
1: If you missed it, uh, they have the the company that made those uh, chalk tasting candies, Uh uh, the little Sweethearts or whatever they're called, uh, out of business. That's sad. There will be no Sweethearts. That's going to ruin Valentine's.
2: What's the point of celebrating? I guess I just can't celebrate this made up
1: Valentine's Day holiday now, Pat. Well, in protest, we should all agree to that. We should just all agree to it. Done. Uh, From worship leader Caleb. I'm really going to miss those heart-shaped antacids <laughs> to remind my <laughs> wife that she gives me antacid or acid reflux. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, coffee Lover M, Valentine Heart Candy is just the candy corn of the spring. I huh. I don't know why people are so down on candy corn. What do you mean?
2: Because I love candy oh, corn. No. It's delicious. I've got to be starving like to it. enjoy them.
1: No, I like it. I like them a lot. Uh, Kristen tweets, hey, don't knock Pepto Bismol. I used to... <laughs> I used to fake stomach aches when I was a kid, so my parents would give me the bubble gum medicine. Uh, oh, ick, that's nasty. Yeah, that's gross. And uh, bingo was his name Oh, <laughs> tweets, how can you sit there and play bingo when the Lumbee tribe doesn't have any representation on the card? It's a really good question. Yep. How's a mother supposed to act? It's unfair. Come on, Pat. Mm-hmm. How can you make us suffer like that? <laughs> Poor Isaac needs his bingo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he needs to play it like he likes. Yeah,
2: when are we gonna start another game? You wanna wait until do we have to wait till February first or
1: no? We, don't, we can do whatever we, have, we want. We have
2: winners and stuff and we got a new card.
1: Do whatever we want. No, from wondering. Asimov University. Mm-hmm. Uh sorry, I wanted to post this yesterday. Hope you'll forgive my relentless effort to underaccomplish my daily tasks. Uh gotta call off. Gotta call off from work today so I can play bingo. Yeah, well, you should. You should. We actually got a new card in. Somebody uh, is it just too Muck and Futch came was. up with it? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, some of the squares. Did we t- did we talk about this yesterday? No, no. We
2: just came in. And-
1: I think what we decided yesterday was we were going to keep playing the old uh, card and see if anybody else gets bingo, or we've got a new card with a whole bunch of new yes. sayings on it. Most mostly new, I think. In fact, maybe all. Uh, Starting with, wait, what? Uh, Agonizing.
2: I'll get ready to post this, by the way.
1: Comrade. Douche. (laughs) Flying sack. (laughs) Giblets. Uh Manawa niarawa. In terms of overall, (laughs) a documentary equals a movie. Uh uh, That kind of discussion. Guam will uh, capsize. Capsize. Uh, Whoever... Left to f- to sell facial cream. <laughs> we are not a democracy. Thank you. That's a great one. Freedom. Your Honor. <laughs> Godless animals. <laughs> Get your kid checked out. Uh, I hate that with all the intensity of a billion white hot burning suns. She actually put million, but it's, I think, generally speaking, mm-hmm. a billion white hot burning suns or wow. more. Wow. Um, spoken song lyrics, Mm -hmm. hating hate mongers who hate. Are you just making small talk? Uh, Oh, no. We lost him. We lost him. The sniff. Traffic and weather together. Collectivization of manufacture. There's something that needs to come back into vogue. Collectivization of manufacture. Uh, Come on. Whoever. And then a megaphone chant. Good stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good stuff. So, so uh, that has just been tweeted out at Pat Unleashed.
1: Okay. Hey, uh, why not? What the heck? Let's just switch to that. Let's just go there. Oh, I'm glad you said Let's that. Let's just since, do it. Yeah. Since
2: I just tweeted it under your account. Uh, why not?
1: Uh-huh. And, uh, I mean, we can do whatever we want, yeah. right? 888-933-93. Uh, we've got so many special people lining up to run for president in 2020 from the Democrat <laughs> special Party. Special people. And one of those most special people is uh, Kirsten Gillibrand. She, uh, <laughs> she's wonderful. She is apparently uh, referring to packing the Supreme Court as an interesting idea wow, let's hear uh, during an interview on Pod Save America. Here's what uh, Kirsten had to say just so that you know how much you want to vote for her in 2020. <laughs> the next Democratic president needs to consider reforming the Supreme Court, potentially adding seats, potentially instituting term limits. What do you think of those ideas? Either Mm. of those appealing to you?
0: Well, they're interesting ideas uh, that I would need to think more about. Um, But I do think what President Trump has done with the judiciary is is shocking and is so destructive. Um, I thought both Kavanaugh and Gorsuch were... um, disqualified in my mind because of their records, because of their previous statements, because um, their belief that money is speech and that corporations have same free speech rights as you and I. I think that's outrageous. I think we need to get money out of politics. I think that um, the special interests, the moneyed interests, the the levers of power that exist in Washington are so powerful. They don't need more power. They need far less. And we need to restore direct democracy. We need to actually put the power of this country back in the hands of the people and so uh-huh. you need to undermine those special interests. Huh. And these two justices, they just want to glorify those special interests. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. So she she wants to put the power back into the hands of the people by making the government in charge of more things and bigger and stronger and more powerful. That makes perfect sense, Kirsten. But, but not just any perfect. part of
2: the government. She's very upset with the judiciary um, and uh, disqualified uh, judges, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, because of their past statements. Because of their past She's statements. She's never made what? statements in the past that were bad. Never, never. Well, wait. Well, what? I mean, maybe a few. <laughs> what? Maybe her. I mean, I think so. Okay. Well. Do we have her past statements? You said uh, Trump's immigration's positions. Are racist. That's a, that's the word you use, racist.
2: Now, as you know, uh, you were more conservative early on in your career on immigration. CNN's K-Files out with a new report this week on your 2008 campaign website and a mailer sent from your congressional office back then, a long time ago, but still in your in your public life. Uh, take a look. You said that you were a, quote, firm opponent of giving, quote, Amnesty to illegal aliens, unquote. You said English should be, quote, the official language of the United States. You called for (laughs) expediting deportation of undocumented immigrants. Now, I know you have very different positions today. But let me ask you, if Trump's immigration positions are racist, were they racist when you held some of those positions as well?
1: Thank you. Good question.
0: They certainly weren't empathetic, and they were not kind. Yeah, but were they racist? <laughs> I did not think about suffering in other people's lives. Yeah, but and were they one racist? thing I did 10 years ago uh-huh. when I became senator and was going to represent 20 million people across our state, I recognized that a lot of <laughs> places in my state were different, and I needed to understand what those constituents needed You didn't did know that to. before? And so I took the time. I went down uh-huh. uh, to Brooklyn. I met with Nidia Velasquez, who's been a leader mm. in fighting for families for a long time, and I listened. Oh, and did I you? realized that things I had said were wrong i was not caring about others mm. i was not fighting mm. for other people's kids the same way i was fighting for my own and i was right, wrong yeah. to, to mm. feel that way yeah. and so you're I wrong just said to ask people gonna, to obey our law i'm not going to stand hmm. by and do nothing for families that are suffering in my state and in mm-hmm. my communities
1: yeah and it's so so wrong and racist to expect people to i don't know do things the right way and come here legally that's so wrong
2: does her past statements disqualify her for being a senator because <laughs> she might want to step down now
1: and were they racist mm. well they weren't kind yeah but were <laughs> they racist Wow wow she is her they're all horrific uh, <laughs> so she started preaching uh, during her remarks at uh, at the Martin Luther King Day public policy forum uh, she had more to say
5: Know the truth. We speak truth to power. We will put on the bright breastplate, breastplate of righteousness. Nice we know about right from wrong, and we will not forget it. We will hold I that did, shield of faith, Will ya? as Dr. King said. Faith is taking the first step, even when you don't see the whole staircase. So hold on to that faith wow. tightly.
1: It's gonna will be great. The sword the, of the spirit. You, the sword of the
5: spirit is stuff. the word of God, <laughs> and the good book promises us the light Wait. shines in the darkness, and the darkness has huh. not overcome it.
1: Huh? Wow, that was smooth. It's like she's done that yeah, before. Yeah, that was smooth. <laughs> she's she's going to be great to follow uh, during her campaign. Can, That's going to be. Do you fantastic. mind? Can, can
2: you please just uh, please let me hear the first ten seconds of that clip again? Um, so good. I just want to hear the breastplate. Breast
1: breastplate. Of... <laughs> Let's hear that <laughs>
2: breast...
5: Our world. We will wear the belt of truth because we know well, the truth. We huh. speak truth to power. Yeah. We will put on the
2: bright breastplate
5: breast of righteousness. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Five attempts.
1: What, whatever, whatever it is. We're just putting it on. We're putting it on. We're putting it on, it is, all right? we're putting it on. And I'm, I'm just spewing. Uh, you know, some kind of uh, scripture I've never read or heard anything about, or even believe, because uh, I don't follow any of the rest of it. Best, uh, bust, but, but, breast, but we need to put on whatever breast. thing that's talked about in there and just put oh, it on. Why are
2: they having me say that? Because I know dressed.
1: some of you are religious here, and so I'm going to pretend I am too. Is the word? <sighs> wow! <laughs> that's what her, it was. So the, it's the
2: word moment for Nancy Pelosi right there. <laughs>
1: Wow, pander man! It's going to be fun though. It'll be fun. Nope,
2: it's not going to be fun. Because uh, be
1: maddening. Some of it'll be. F- this is fun. I mean, mm. while it's ridiculous yeah. what she's saying, because she, you know, she doesn't buy into any of the Bible. If you did, uh, what? What are you? I guess she's just picking and choosing a few things that she agrees with, and uh, she'll use those. I'm a big like fan. the breast yeah. best yeah. Br- best uh, best breast, breast bright pff, d- plate plate thing.
2: Um. You know what's not fun is knowing that one of these Democrats mm-hmm. is uh, going to end up with a 50-50 shot at becoming president of the United States.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think it's that good a chance. 888 hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Let me tell you about uh, RidUZone. This will really help in your weight loss goals. Or if you've already lost the weight, it will help you keep it off. Because once you lose weight, your body just wants to help you regain it again because it thinks you're sick or something happened here that's catastrophic. And we need to get right back up to those uh, 20 or 30 pounds you just lost. And it sets to work to do that. Well, Ridgizone helps boost your body's uh, metabolism back into gear. And it also reduces your appetite. It helps you burn fat. So as a result, you lose weight. Just look at Sarah Gonzalez, who hosts the News and Why It Matters. She's been losing. She's been taking it. She lost hundred pounds ten years ago, and she's kept it off uh, with the help of Riduzone because she doesn't think about food all day long. So, go to Riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Use the promo code PAT and you'll get thirty percent off a three-month supply. It's ReduZone.com. Promo code PAT. <laughs>
5: Grey,
1: Unleashed. Uh, this is a fascinating story. David Matheson, who was a prominent uh, conversion therapist, he helped people get over their gayness uh, and stay in their heterosexual marriages, just announced he's gay and dating men now. Uh,
2: So, someone was converted?
1: So, yeah. uh, Maybe not exactly the way he was thinking in the beginning, Hmm. but apparently he decided living a single celibate life just isn't feasible for him, so he's seeking a male partner now. Hmm. Uh, And that some other conversion therapist, uh, Rich Weiler, stated that for him, and then Matheson confirmed the assertions on his own Facebook post. Oh, wow. He said a year ago, I realized I had to make substantial changes in my life. I realized I couldn't stay in my marriage any longer. Now, he'd been in his marriage for 34 years. 34 years. And is this a new development, his attraction to men? I don't know. I. He said, I realized it was time for me to affirm myself as gay. Mm. Yeah, a little bit of irony there, perhaps. That's uh, the word we're going with? Yeah. Irony. Yeah. Uh-huh. Huh. huh. So, that's great. So talk therapy is apparently, the right now, the most commonly used technique for the gay conversion. Uh, but some practitioners have also combined this with aversion treatments where they induce vomiting or electric shocks. That seems a little severe. <laughs> what? Yeah. Now, Matheson says he never did the aversion therapy. Uh, but uh, he's now acknowledged his work hurt some people, but he wouldn't fully renounce conversion therapy. Instead, he blamed what he referred to as the shame based, homophobic based system of the Mormon church in which he was raised. There you go. Right. Yeah, it's the fault of religion who te- teach certain principles and values that, by the way, you don't have to adhere to. There's there's no Mormon police force that comes in and makes sure that you Wait a minute. hold to these principles. Wait a minute. Who was it? Who was mm-hmm. telling
2: us about the Mormon mafia?
1: I don't know. I don't know who did that. Who did that?
2: Uh that was uh that's a thing, right?
1: The Mormon mafia. Yeah,
2: knock on your door, make sure you're doing everything <laughs> yes. properly.
1: Yeah, okay. But they're they're secretive. We don't wanna
2: Oh, oh, oh. I'm sorry.
1: I'm, supposed to I'm not in that the club,
2: out. I didn't know, my bad, sorry.
1: <laughs> uh Matheson said, I know there are people who won't be satisfied by anything less than a complete and unequivocal renunciation of everything. That's hard because I want people to feel the genuineness of my change of heart, but people need to understand that there's more than one reality in the world. To those who feel harmed by his past work, he relayed a message. I unequivocally apologize. Wow. That's really, what a, what a strange story. Um, mm.
2: Do we have a quote from his wife on this?
1: No, they're divorced now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They, they uh, called it quits after 34 years.
2: Um, by the way, it was Lou hmm. Dobbs who uh, brought up the Mormon mafia a couple of years ago. Uh, when, when was it? Romney wasn't uh, oh. getting in line with Trump, mm. oh. so Lou okay. Dobbs called him a globalist uh, and a member of the Mormon mafia. <laughs> Which
1: does what, according I, to Lou?
2: I knock on doors and hand you pamphlets. I don't know. I, I have no idea what they do. Thanks, Lou. He, I don't He's know what happened really to him. Really lost his mind. Yeah, I. It's really <laughs> interesting
1: to see the transition that Lou Dobbs has gone has gone through because. He was not this guy a few years ago. Well, 10 years ago probably. I mean, he's always been a real strong legal immigration advocate, securing the border advocate. He's 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 been good on immigration, but wow for his un Dying devotion to Donald Trump mm-hmm. is just so strange.
2: And apparently if you go to Quora.com, um, it's a website, uh, Q-U-O-R-A, where you post a question and then strangers just answer it and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, look, there is a question that someone posted, Pat, and what does it say?
1: Is there really a Mormon mafia? <laughs> what was the answer? You Are five, they, well, you got five answers no. to
2: choose from, man. Oh, I mean, geez. which one do you want? But apparently... Uh, <laughs> Author has okay the okay so that's the author so five answers to this question um, and they're really long but okay. uh, but we got to do some
1: research because yeah uh, we'll do we'll do that my and let you goodness, goodness I can just mafia.
2: see the uh, the 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 memes coming right now
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian in West Virginia hi you're on the Blaze
4: good morning guys hey uh, I'm Brian or AKA Hopped Up Hamster oh <laughs> hey man <laughs> hey anyway. I think our biggest problem, and I may have said it once before, is messaging. When you, when the left promising everything's free, don't personal responsibility kill babies and ready to be born, and our message, although we're backed by facts and the truth, people don't want to hear that when they're lazy and it's so much easier to go the other way. And, yeah. it, and our our message is given by the thing that the left hates the most: old white guys. I mean, he, we need to get like Lawrence Jones. I listened to him this morning. Didn't he used to work for the Blaze? I believe he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's he's awesome with campus reform and all that he's doing. Yeah, and we just need to promote more, I guess, minorities like him that that have shown that they they can do the job and get that message out there in the right. Definitely,
1: country. I think you're right, Brian. Appreciate it. Yeah, that's been the problem for the right for a long time. Terrible at messaging. 888 thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. So much to do in so little time. 888 thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Smirk and Steve tweets, so minimum wage will be $15 and eight of it will go to taxes.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Oops, all berries. The Dems are trying to both stop global warming and abolish ice. Wait, what? Global warming does abolish ice. Get it? See? Mm-hmm. 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 And by the way, the wait, what doesn't count when it comes in a tweet. Ah, okay. And I think that might be what uh, Oops All Berries is trying to do there. I see what you but, did uh, there. That's cheating. Barry. Worship leader Caleb says the next bingo card needs to include Pat flipping phone numbers and saying 888 727 back accidentally. <laughs> uh, yes. Coffee lover M. Isolate that audio. Keith just admitted to tweeting from the Pat Gray Unleashed account. Okay, great. That's right, and it slipped. Thank you for reminding me, Caleb, because uh, that's a federal offense. Okay, federal offense to get into my mail or tweets.
2: It's, is that? I mean, I'm going to have you prosecuted
1: to the fullest extent of the law.
2: So they've updated the law then. Okay, well that's yeah good to federal
1: know. excuse. Uh, from Barry mm-hmm. Gillibrand's response to reforming the judiciary. Those are both interesting ideas, and I will have to look into them. Really means I'll have to check what the popular opinion on this is before supporting it. Uh Uh-huh. So true. Um. That's exactly what she's doing. And from Kristen, why do liberals always change the tone of their voices when speaking to a black crowd?
2: No joke. That's a
1: great Uh. point. Uh, Yeah, that's what Gillibrand was doing. Uh, to the Sharpton group, it was it was it his group that she was speaking to? I don't know.
2: He was just on stage with her, and he's the one that tweeted out the video of her.
1: Okay, well, uh, let's see that again. Just the beginning <laughs> of where she's having such a tough time there, uh, and I know she's pandering to the reverend. So uh, this is really important the stuff.
5: World, we will <laughs> wear the belt of truth because we know the truth. We speak truth to power. Mm-hmm. We will put on the right and rest.
1: Righteousness <laughs> <laughs> we will put on the breast plate, the best breast, the be- the breasts that are the best. We'll put them Whoa. on. We'll put something on them, <laughs> and then we'll what we'll do is we will d- d- pander to <laughs> d- anybody who <laughs> needs pandering to with the as best breasts around. Wait, you didn't hey, say.
2: We'll put something on the best breasts. <laughs>
1: it's it's going to be fun to watch her, I think. Oh, She's terrible. She is She's something ter- else. Terrible. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I meant to uh, go over some of the Oscar nominations, which we haven't done yet. Uh, and they're so important. Oh, really? They're so important that they're not even going to be hosted <laughs> this year. Uh, but... <clears throat> I, I like the fact that there's some movies this year that are sort of mainstream and were big hits, like Black Panther, yeah. nominated for Best Picture. Oh, that's cool. Bohemian Rhapsody, mm. also nominated. Have you seen it yet? You I still haven't, haven't seen
2: it. I know. I you need
1: to see it. I think it's on demand now. Okay. Uh, so, you know, you can watch it for six bucks in the comfort and privacy well, of your I'll own home. i
2: get a coupon and then maybe I'll watch it.
1: Um, so you get Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, Black Klansman, which I haven't seen. The favorite. Haven't seen Green Book, Roma, A Star Is Born.
2: Mm.
1: Oh, and Vice, because that was an anti uh Republican movie, so that's gotta be nominated. Aren't for, they all <clears throat> for best? <laughs> Dick Cheney as uh the devil, basically, is what that is. Oh gosh, really? Basically.
2: Now I get it. Vice, I get it. That was like a double entendre.
1: Okay. Um uh leading actress went to, uh, the, here's the nominations, Le, Yalitza Aparicio for Roma. Anybody seen Roma? I keep seeing that on Netflix, and I doesn't look interesting, but I've heard good things about it, and it's been nominated for Academy Awards. Uh, Glenn Close in The Wife, Olivia Colman for The Favorite, Lady Gaga was nominated for, wow, for A Star is Born, and Melissa McC- McCarthy uh, in Can You Ever Forgive Me? I don't think I've ever heard of that movie. For Best Actor, Christian Bale for his portrayal of Dick Cheney. Bradley Cooper in His Star is Born. Willem Dafoe. Uh, Rami Malek as Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Ra- He's awesome in that. Yeah. And Viggo Mortensen in Green Book. Hmm. Yeah, it could be kind of interesting to see. Um, I guess they were kind of surprised that there was uh, no... Nomination for Morgan Neville's award-winning documentary about Mr. Rogers. Won't you be my neighbor? Mm, Yeah. Hi, neighbor. It's a beautiful day.
2: Mm -hmm. I heard that was very good.
1: Uh, A Quiet Place was totally shut out. Emily Blunt wasn't nominated for her performance in Mary Poppins. Mm -hmm. She was pretty good in it. You know, she's no Julie Andrews, but she was was pretty good. A Quiet Place, though. I had so much hype uh, before that movie that I was expecting much more than... Uh, it seemed to deliver. Maybe I, my expectations were just too high. Also, First Man, you know about... Uh, oh, yeah. Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. I got Wasn't see that. nominated. That's a good movie. I can't believe you haven't
2: seen that either. I don't do Dude. much. I'm um, a pretty boring human being.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I mean, there's no doubt about that. So. You're exactly <laughs> right about that. So...
2: <laughs> I mean... <laughs>
1: when you think about it, it does make sense that you yeah. haven't seen any of these. Guilty as charged. Uh, By the way, um, a banana peel has caused massive panic on the campus of Ole Miss. Uh, In fact, a big event that they were going to hold, a Greek life event, was canceled because many of the students were troubled by the banana peel, which was found hanging from a tree. A banana peel in a tree. Is this
2: another banana in
1: another tree? Uh, Was there another banana?
2: Yeah, I remember, I don't know, a while back, a
1: mm -hmm. couple years ago. I don't remember that.
2: All right. So we've got, uh, that's apparently an epidemic now, banana peels and trees.
1: According to the Daily Mississippian, the campus uh, newspaper, many members of the community were, quote, hurt, frightened, and upset by what occurred. (laughs) From a banana peel? Seriously? Is this where we are now as a people? Uh, Ole Miss Greek life leaders cut their three-day leadership retreat to nearby Camp Hopewell. Uh, They cut it short after black students discovered a banana peel dangling in a tree. The banana peel was later spotted by Alpha Kappa Alpha president, McCallum McNeil, and uh, she was frightened as well. The overall tone was heavy. I mean, we're talking about race in Mississippi and in Greek, the Greek community, so there's a lot involved. No, you're talking about a banana peel. That's what you're talking about. She added that she and her friends were all sort of paranoid for a second after noticing it. It was so strange and surreal. But then they found out that uh, somebody just discarded it there, and they admitted to it. (laughs) Senior Ryan Swanson Uh was in attendance at this Greek festival, and he said, well, wait a minute. I I just put the banana peel in the tree because I I I couldn't find a garbage can. (laughs) And he didn't want to litter, so he just hung the banana peel up on the tree. Wow. Uh, and he sincerely apologized for the event. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. that he put the banana peel in the tree. For,
2: for being so hateful.
1: But even after he admitted to, yeah, I, this is, didn't mean anything racial against black people or whatever you're trying to make out of it, they were still so troubled they had to cancel the event and get counseling.
2: Good Lord.
1: Okay, if that's the case, seriously, kids, go back to. Go back home with your parents. You can't, you can't exist uh, out there in the world. If a banana peel scares you that badly, I mean, you, you can't handle life. Just go back to bed and put the covers over your head and don't come out again.
2: I mean, you think a banana, you know, wow. it was a vegetable and, that, and, the, and the offended students were you, you know. Based on their reaction.
1: Well, but a banana is not a vegetable. I know. I'm so saying,
2: I'm saying if you were yeah. the students and a banana uh-huh. was a vegetable, that's how you would react. <laughs> you would probably run away from the campus.
1: Yeah, probably. Hmm. Uh although I've seen vegetables and I've You've not tried to maintain, you know, some simple You put of on a brave sanity. Face. Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. Uh worked through it with a lot of therapy and see. And drugs. See. You know. Mm-hmm. So you can <laughs> believe that? A banana peel in a tree. Meant, I don't know what. What do you what What do you even get from that? The, <laughs> Everybody knows bananas don't grow on trees. <laughs> Why is a peel in there? Isn't it kind of racist to try to make something out of that? Right? I just yeah. Really strange stuff. Um, meanwhile, a Dutch this is this will be a huge a huge ruling. A Dutch surgeon that was disciplined for her medical negligence, won a legal action to remove Google search results about her case in a landmark right-to-be-forgotten ruling. So Hmm. the court ruled that she has, and her mistake, has a right to be forgotten. Wow. So people don't have the right to see that you are potentially incompetent at what you do?
2: (laughs) Wait a minute. Can we... um... Can we take down all Pat Gray shows that include me on them? Um, Can we just... (laughs) I have the right to be forgotten for all of my incompetency. (laughs) Wow. No, I'm sorry. That's history. You have to live with that
1: lady. The doctor's registration on the register of healthcare professionals was initially suspended by a disciplinary panel uh, because of her post-operative care of a patient. Apparently, she harmed the patient... And that went up on Google, and you can find it when you search for her. Mm. Well, uh, Google and Dutch data privacy watchdog tight auto, yeah. autor there you go, you know Persingevens. Yep, uh, initially <laughs> rejected the attempts to have the links removed. So she went to court with it, and sure enough, uh, they ruled in her favor that she has a right to have her mistake. Forgotten?
2: What? No! That's amazing. Stop making mistakes!
1: The judge said that while the information on the website with reference to the failings of the doctor in 2014, it was correct, but the pejorative name of the blacklist site suggested she was unfit to treat people. Okay. And that wasn't supported by the disciplinary panel's findings. Okay. Court further rejected Google's claim that most people... Would have difficulty in finding the relevant information on the medical board's big register anyway. Yeah, didn't matter. Yeah, so let's make a big deal about it. Now everybody wow. knows about it. Dummy. So pretty soon, will a restaurant be able to remove all negative reviews on their food
2: or service? Well, remember that one hotel? They somebody had a bad experience. They reviewed them, and they uh, they charged their credit card like thousands of dollars. All oh, right, of dollars, whatever it was. Right. Oh my goodness! This we can't. We cannot govern ourselves. That's the problem.
1: Kind of does seem that way, doesn't it? It kind of seems like a... Sweet Lord. All hell has broken loose. Yeah. Just crazy. 888 hundred thirty three All right. Let me tell you about iTarget Pro. This is an awesome system to become better with your firearm, whatever that firearm may be. Um, and... At this time of year, when we make all kinds of resolutions, here's one where you can resolve to make you and your family a little bit safer by getting better at shooting. Mm-hmm. You, this uses the iTarget Pro system, so uses good. your smartphone and their app, which tracks a caliber-specific laser that fits into your firearm, and it detects exactly where your shots are landing. As Sarah Gonzalez noted uh, recently, it's kind of like a laser bullet.
2: It's what it, Yeah, it, it's more, it, more or less, yes, it yes. is actually a laser <laughs> Yes.
1: Bullet. So instead of a bullet coming out of your gun, the laser comes out and shows you where, yeah. where you hit on the target. Yeah, then you
2: walk over to your phone and you see, it's so cool, you see exactly where the shots landed. I love it. Awesome. I love it so much.
1: It's completely safe. You don't have to buy ammo. You don't have to go to the range. Just do this in the comfort and privacy of your own home. If you got some cash at Christmas, just use it to buy this iTarget Pro system. Go to i, then targetpro.com, check out the video. You choose your caliber and download the app so you're ready when your system gets there. This month, you'll also get 10% off plus free shipping with the offer code PAT. So itargetpro.com, offer code PAT to save 10% and get free shipping. itargetpro.com.
5: It's Pat Gray unleashed on the blaze.
1: Uh, Former U.S. Vice President Al Gore met with Prince William, the Duke of Cambridge, at the uh, World Economic Forum in Davos. They snuck away together uh, and had a private little get-together. It was a closed-door gathering between the two world leaders. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) No, neither one of them are world leaders. What are you talking about? Between the two world leaders... One of them's a fake uh, prince, and the other is uh, uh, nothing. He's a, he holds no off- office. He's a rich hypocrite. No is what place he is. of power. That's right. Wow. <laughs> <will> anyway, <laughs> the uh, annual get together at Davos is called Safeguarding Our Planet and Focused on Climate Change. Isn't that great? Uh, Gathering is one of many that have taken place. At a conference that's known to bring together leaders in politics and business to discuss political, social, and environmental matters. There we go. So they're getting together, and I, I'm hoping—I'm really hoping—that okay. Al is uh, telling them about, about the, uh, you know, the fish problem swimming through the streets of Miami on a sunny day. Has he, has he told him about that,
2: <laughs> oh, no. about
1: this particular problem? Hey, I went down to Miami and saw fish from the ocean this swimming song. in the streets in the on streets. a sunny day. No. The same thing was true in Honolulu
2: just <laughs> two <laughs> days ago, just oh, from my high God. tides because of the sea level rise now. Uh, we yet, are going right, to suffer still. some
1: of these consequences, but, but we are. can limit and avoid the most catastrophic consequences if we accelerate the pace of change that's now beginning. In fact, I'm so concerned about about it. I wrote this song because of Afghanistan. Uh, so it's um, not very catchy. That's not a very no that's a catchy song at a, all.
2: It's a remix apparently.
1: <clears throat> now the song goes more like this. <clears throat> but this is the uh, highlights the problem of fish swimming through the street. Someone told me long ago. Our SUVs have got to go. I know, climate change is killing us. You see, Greenland's melting, as I've said. And pretty soon we'll all be dead, it's true. And there is consensus. want to know have you ever seen the fish i want to know have you ever seen the fish swim down your streets on a sunny day (laughs) as i've said right here before The sun is cold. CO2 is hot. I know. It drives up our temperatures. So, a carbon tax is what we need. Exxon Mobil just needs to bleed. Are you a climate denier, I wonder? Yeah, I... I want to know. Have you ever seen the fish? I want to know. Have you ever seen the fish? Swim down your streets on a sunny day. No. I want to know. Have you ever? seen the fish i said i want to know have you ever seen the fish swimming down your streets on a sunny day the answer of course is yes you have and it's frightening and we gotta fix it that was gonna fix it wonderful well it's I mean, I don't know how wonderful it is when fish are str- swimming down our streets on sunny days. Uh, when will we learn? When will we learn? Unfortunately, he and Prince William are going to fix this thing. They got together just the other day, so it's an odd couple, <laughs> isn't it? Though, mm-hmm. and you know, the royal family is all about all about climate change and and uh, progressive nonsense. Was it wasn't it uh, Prince Charles that was talking about? Didn't he predict cannibalism too? I know Ted Turner did, but Mm -hmm. uh, Prince Charles said something. I mean, a whole. I mean, he said a lot of stupid things, but I think one of the things he claims is cannibalism eventually, because of climate change. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh, it's agonizing. It's agonizing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Let's go to TJ in Florida. Uh, TJ, hi. You're on the Blaze.
3: Hey Pat. Hey. Uh, So. I called you guys last year after the Super Bowl to let you know uh about my uh, more untrivial success. Yeah. Uh turning like $100 into $400, I think it was. You did so last this year? This year. Wow. This year I'm doing about the same. Uh took $50 and right now it's at about 1050.
1: Wow. So really? Okay. <laughs> that is awesome.
3: Yeah. For the Super Bowl, I'm going to risk uh 500 of it, about halfway. Well, what I've been doing the whole time is I've been taking yeah. and risking half the uh, half the whole pot on the winner, and never more than half. Wow. So I'm going to take $500 on the Super Bowl with whoever's going to win for more on trivia and see where that takes me, but uh, where okay. do I
1: send your... Uh,
3: your, your our part.
1: portion.
2: Uh, Stay on <laughs> the line, and I will uh, give you my direct deposit information uh, during the break.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thanks for telling us, though. I mean that. So at fifteen, fifteen and four, yeah. you you took fifty bucks and turned it into a thousand something. A thousand 50? fifty.
3: Yep. Yeah, okay. Or slight setback, but uh, hmm. there was yeah. one uh, win wow. for Philadelphia that was uh, five to one. Wow. So that, it up quite a bit. Wow! And this last this last week, uh, I had six hundred dollars in the pot, so three hundred to uh, win $450. fifty. Six hundred hundred plus four fifty gets to one fifty of one thousand fifty.
1: Nice. And so you're not, I mean, you're not risking your family's future on it. You're just you're making smart investments here. Yeah, that's great.
2: Oh, is that is that bad to risk your family's future when you're gambling? <laughs> I would think.
1: Yeah, I would think some would frown on oh, that. Oh, uh, all right. People think it's bad. Yeah. Thanks, DJ. Yeah. The the uptight. Would think that that's Thank a you. bad thing. Okay. Oof. You know. All right. For a second there. Was of course, I'm not this. uptight. Thought I was getting judged uh,
2: so. there for a second. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. Who am I? Thanks. Who am I to say? Thank uh, you for understanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So while we don't condone that or encourage it in any way. anyway, Uh He did it anyway and turned uh, 50 bucks into a thousand.
2: Nice. Wow. It's pretty good. I should probably... Uh, I've paid attention. A more on <laughs> yes, a little bit more. Uh, of doing probably these stupid parlays that I do.
1: <laughs> so you do, you do gamble every week? No. Uh, not every week.
2: No, I mean after a while you get tired of losing. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I do a, a very small uh, amounts and uh, and then I lose them.
1: And does uh, is uh, is your wife okay with this?
2: Yeah, it's my money. Yeah. Man. Okay. I mean, <laughs> who's here now? Right. That's right. Um. No, one year uh, I did. I did. I started off really well uh, two seasons ago mm-hmm. uh, in college football with two parlays in the first week of the year. I'm always good the first week of the year when I don't know what the teams are going to be like. Okay. And then it falls apart after I start applying knowledge to it. But no, my, my, my worst mm-hmm. story is actually um, way back when my stepbrother got married in Las Vegas and we were there for the wedding. And I, um, I put, uh, seriously, I put $5 on a 13 team parlay. And if I, if I hit all 13, Pat, I would have won um, $32,000. Jeez. I got the first 11 right. Oh, man. The last two I did not get right, so I got 30 bucks instead of the 32000 bucks.
1: Uh, uh, that's that's a be. little difference. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. I,
2: couldn't, I couldn't, of course, get yeah. the first two wrong. No, mm-hmm. no, no. Throughout the day as I'm checking the scores and I'm checking them off, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm up to 11 out of 13. And then the last two.
1: We all feel bad about your uh, no, you do not. gambling exploits. No, you don't at yeah. all. We're, we're no, heartbroken. Sir. Nope, I don't. I'm almost you. as heartbroken as the fact that the sweethearts won't be available at Valentine's Day. The season.
2: Valentine's Day sweethearts yeah. will not be on it the show. the What shelves. is the point of having Valentine's Day? Let's just there cancel it. There is no it. point. Just there's no point. It.
1: Yeah, there's no point now. Pat Gray unleashed. Great debut with us. 888727. No. I did, just did screwed it up, although it's not it's not one of the bingo items yet. It's not? No, somebody said it should be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Right?
1: yeah okay. <laughs> 888-933-93. Uh, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, Bronco Nagurski, Nergurski tweets, the only vegetable Pat will eat is candy corn. Amen. <laughs> uh, nobody Important tweets, every time a waitress brings my soup with crackers, I'm triggered. Oh mm. snap. That's really sad. There uh, it should be some counseling uh available at all these restaurants that serve such a thing. They should actually be shut down all these restaurants. Really? If you yeah. serve crackers? And uh Bingo was his name, oh, Bingo rules. Uh Bingo rules number 1, nobody talks about Bingo rules. <laughs> uh from Orson Welles Fishbowl. Darn dang darn and Al Gore. Are both on the old card. That's true. See, he did Dang Darn Dang, uh, yeah, which was another square on the old card, the old, old card so it was the but I don't think we ever got it. Yeah, Al Gore is also on the old card. Yeah, dang so, it. So,
2: yeah, so we've got the new card. We have up the now. new one out.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, it's a fresh, brand spanking new bingo card,
2: and it's pinned to the top of both, uh, at Pat mm-hmm. Unleashed and at Hangry Keith. You print up your own copy, and uh, you get bingo. you... Uh, Call in and get something from and you the might, store. You,
1: you win. It's just that easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Now, just yesterday, we said, we gave you the story that the White House claimed they were going to go ahead with the State of the Union address. Yeah, we're going to do it anyway. We don't know where. We don't know the details. But we're going ahead with the State of the Union address. Well, late last night, we're not going ahead with the State of the Union address. Uh, President Trump tweeted out that he'll, he'll do the State of the Union address when the shutdown is over. Okay. He said, as the shutdown was going on, Nancy Pelosi asked me to give the State of the Union address. I agreed. She then changed her mind because of the shutdown, suggesting a later date. This is her prerogative. I will do the address when the shutdown is over. I am not looking for an alternative venue for the State of the Union address because there's no venue that can compete with the history, tradition, and importance of the House chamber. I look forward to giving a great State of the Union address in the near future. It's a good thing he never caves in. That's great. Okay, so good. (laughs) There you go. All right. it's making a deal, man. Mm -hmm. Some good deals going on, I think, right now. (laughs) Oh, by the way, in our in our poll yesterday that Keith posted, who has, who is, and this is also a, uh, this is from a Trump statement, who is the higher IQ person? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Who is the higher IQ person? Uh-huh. <laughs> 85% Nancy Pelosi over Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And people were very upset. Very upset. That a bag of rocks I mean, was not an option.
2: Hundred and something comments of just like of
1: just the bag of rocks.
2: Where's my bag of rocks option? Where's Mm -hmm. C? There should be none of
1: the above. No, Uh, because that would have been yeah, that would have been too easy.
2: But I I would have voted if I could have. I would have voted Nancy Pelosi as well for sure. Yeah, because she has somehow figured out how to be the most powerful woman. Uh, in the entire Washington, D.C., the entire um, House of Representatives. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So anyhow, uh, congrats to her um, on using what little uh, she has in the gray matter to accomplish that goal.
1: Yeah. Uh, Fortunately, though, in addition to these two wonderful women, we've got several women who are considering running for president and, in fact, are going to run for president from the Democratic side. In 2020, one of them is Elizabeth Warren, and she showed her... What a high IQ person she is. Uh, yesterday, by talking about the branches of government, here's Elizabeth You ever Warren. think, look, the realistic end game is that Republicans get yes. two-thirds of what they want and Democrats have to settle for the shorter straw? Is, is that, isn't that, I mean, how the balance of power works?
5: Well, let's talk about the balance of power. There okay. are two co-equal branches of government. Mm, the President no. of the United States and the Congress. <laughs> Okay.
2: I swear, these All people right. really don't know.
1: Oh my
5: gosh! They, let's talk about that. There are two co-equal branches of the government: the Congress and the President.
1: Wait, there's three. Now that there, there's the House and the Senate and the President. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's what AOC said, right? Yes. Yeah. I think she
1: she said at least she knew there were three oh, co-equal
2: branches. I give up, man. There's...
1: It's it's amazing. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Another potential candidate for 2020, Joe Biden, has some issues, I guess, with his constituents. <laughs> um, three weeks before the November election, he uh, actually took the stage at Lake Michigan College for Representative Fred Upton, a long-serving Republican who Uh-oh. was in the toughest race of his career.
2: Uh-oh.
1: Biden wasn't there to denounce Upton. He was there to uh, help him. He, in fact, he collected $200,000 from the Economic Club of oh, Southwestern okay. Michigan now I got it. to address the Republican-leaning audience. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: They gave him $200,000, and he showed up and spoke for this, for, this, uh, uh, for this Republican. So, A, that's a huge payday, and the left can't stand that, that he actually made serious money. Uh, how dare you make $200,000 when there's people who don't make any money? How dare you? How dare you? He also They were also pretty stunned that he praised Upton, and they're really pissed off at him now. Uh, and sure enough, Upton defeated his Democratic challenger by four and a half percentage points. And, you know, I guess you could place part of the reason for that to... Uh, you could place that blame with Joe Biden. And they are. They're they are really upset with him. So yeah. I, I don't know if that's going to hurt him in his presidential race. He'll probably forget about it by then. Mm-hmm. But I love the fact that there are some Democrats getting into this race that have really spiced up the race. Uh, not the same old tired crowd. They didn't turn to Al Gore this year. And I'm kind of surprised. Gore still seems not to be interested in it. Huh. They didn't turn to Richard Gebhardt this oh, year. Whoa, what? <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> who saw that one coming? <laughs> they're turning instead to Pete Buttigieg. Or Buttigieg. Buttig, 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 Buttigieg. 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 Buttigieg, Buttigieg, Buttigieg I don't know. Whatever his name is, yeah. nobody's ever heard of him. He's the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Oh, so what are his qualifications, Pat? Well, he's gay.
2: Oh, okay. Well, we're done. And we got he's 37, it. Well, so he done. wins. Yep, he wins. He wins. Mm-hmm. And that's all you need. You don't need to, who cares how to pronounce his last name? The fact right. that he's a gay man.
1: Yeah, first openly yep. gay president he would be in mm-hmm. American history, and then we could celebrate that, too. We've had the first openly black president. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, Bill Clinton was a closeted black person. Uh-huh. Uh but uh but so Obama This would be the first This would be the first openly gay.
2: Not not yeah. okay so it's not yeah. it's not the first gay president. No, necessarily there have been the lots open James lots Buchanan of gay as we know just weren't open about was a homosexual it. president right. uh, back in the 1800s. <laughs> James Buchanan,
1: look it up. Uh well they claim the same thing about Lincoln sometimes. What? Mm-hmm.
2: I've never heard that. Seriously? Are you serious? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean Mary Todd, she was a looker though, right?
1: Yeah, she was. She was beautiful. Beautiful <laughs> woman. And look at her great arms, right? Look at her arms. <laughs>
2: Hold on. That feels like a bingo square. I got to check that one out. Oh,
1: look at her arms. should definitely be down the line somewhere. <laughs> uh, but here's a uh, another 2020 candidate Ooh. who is also separating himself from the field. Uh, when did this happen? Like 2003 or four? Yeah, 2003, 2004, somewhere in there. Um, Beto... Mm-hmm. Uh, actually did quite a performance. Yeah, his
2: band that, that, surprisingly, you know, we played back from 92, 93, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Apparently still around uh, over a decade later. Wow. Um, FOSS, F-O-S-S. That would be a Beto's band. I'm sure you know the musical stylings.
1: So. Well, yeah, sure. These are some of those stylings. Okay, so you got that. But it gets even better because uh, Beto sang Blitzkrieg Bop from uh, the Ramones mm-hmm. wearing a sheep mask and a onesie.
2: <laughs> He's a furry. Beto's a furry.
1: That's <laughs> unbelievable. But here's a look at that incredible performance. This could be your next president right here. This is wonderful stuff. Uh, do we? Oh, what? We don't have it. Oh, shoot. Have I been led down the wrong
2: path? Oh my path? gosh, what?
1: And we don't have it. Uh, it's not on the list. We're going to have to get it.
2: Not on the list.
1: All right, so we'll, we'll get that and it's we'll get out back there.
2: to it. Yeah, sorry, guys. Shoot. My goodness. Can't wait to what see. What were you saying
1: about your incompetence and I can't how wait long to see it would take I to drop to the ball or not? Yeah. Here. Mm-hmm. I'm probably Somebody did. did. Some someone did. Who do
2: you want to throw under the bus first, without any you. evidence whatsoever? Well, you,
1: because you're sitting right here. So.
2: Okay, hang on. Here it is in my sent folder, and I sent it to myself. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that that explains a lot. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Added sorry, pat guys. leashed on Twitter. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I find this fascinating. More people <sighs> in Los Angeles watched the AFC title game last weekend, then watched the Rams in their NFC title game. That is, that is weird. 2.1 million people in L.A. watched the Rams. 2.5 million watched the Patriots and Chiefs. That, that city doesn't deserve one NFL team, let alone two.
2: And they don't deserve the the win that got them into the Super Bowl. No, they don't <laughs> to begin with.
1: That is wow. a really maddening story.
2: I mean, the NFL Jeez. forced two pro teams down yeah. the throat of of and Los Angeles. They don't Angeles. want any. They don't support them at they all. They don't care. Man,
1: that's a weird town. Why can't Los Angeles, a city of, you know, a metropolitan area of 10 or 11 million people, you can't support You can't fill up these stadiums. The stadium the Chargers are playing in right now. Chargers have a stadium of, what, 28,000? And it's half empty every week. Uh, And
2: those poor fans in San Diego were begging them to stay.
1: That Yes. And they take them back in a heartbeat, I'll bet. Hmm. They take them back in a heartbeat. Why wouldn't you be in a place that wants you rather than go to a city that doesn't care that's so apathetic about football that, that your stadium, your teeny little stadium, is half empty every Sunday.
2: It's embarrassing. <laughs> the NFL, man, they continue to do stupid stuff. It's stinking embarrassing.
1: <sighs> I don't get it. Who's going to win the Super Bowl, Pat? Um, I like the, the uh, MSN poll. Um,
2: Saves 84,
1: sent this. Yeah. <laughs> Why is neither even an option? Yeah, They, to this. they did a poll yeah, on that. MSN. Uh-huh. Who do you expect to win the Super Bowl? New England Patriots, Los Angeles Rams, neither, or I'm not sure. <laughs> neither? What do you mean, neither? It's going to be the first Super Bowl to end in a tie. <laughs> well, it is 2019, so
2: I wouldn't put that past. You both get trophies.
1: <laughs> you both participated, so you're... Equally good. Uh, that's amazing. Fifty-four percent said the Patriots, twenty-seven percent said the Rams, eight percent said neither, and eleven percent. Ah I don't know. I mean I don't know. That's a better answer than neither. It it <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Or I don't care. Like if you live in Los Angeles, I don't care. Whatever. Are the the Rams are in it? Yeah, no. I don't I don't care. Meanwhile the poor
2: f- Fans in New Orleans, or they care.
1: Yeah, big time. They don't. Oh, big boy. time. It's too bad. It's really a shame. Um, also, Chick-fil-A has made it a policy to be closed on Sundays, and uh, not even a hometown Super Bowl is going to change that. The Atlanta-based restaurant will not be open February 3rd for the Patriots-Rams Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A founder Truett Cathy established the policy of being closed on Sundays in 1946. Mm-hmm to give his employees a day of rest and worship. Restaurants' inclusion in Mercedes-Benz Stadium raised eyebrows in 2017 because the Falcons played seven of their eight home games on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But there's numerous other events in the venue, including Atlanta Unified Games. I guess that's their soccer team. The world champion,
2: Atlanta United. Thank you very much.
1: I <laughs> think anybody cares. No one uh, I cares.
2: totally care. I totally watched that
1: Mm, Very yeah, last you few did. minutes of mm-hmm. the
2: championship game when they won it.
1: Uh, also in that stadium, the SEC Championship, the Chick-fil-A kickoff game, and the Chick-fil-A Bowl. Uh, and the stadium location near uh, Section 123 yeah. is open for all of those. Yeah. Now, do you contend that they are open on Sundays?
2: No, no, I don't contend that they're open on Sundays. I contend that when I drive by and I see the people, you know, the the yard guys working out there and keeping it all tidy and stuff, they're working on Sundays.
1: <clears throat> yeah.
2: So they're employed by Chick-fil-A and they're working on Sundays, right?
1: They're employed by
2: Chick-fil-A? Well, I mean, they're the paid to take guys? care. No, not the stadium guys. I'm talking about Chick-fil-A in general. I'm talking about if you drive by a Chick-fil-A on a Sunday oh. at the right time, you'll see the yard guys working out there cleaning it off. It's like a loophole. <laughs>
1: I did. Well, that's just the, <laughs> the company that they've hired.
2: Yeah, yeah, Buy Chick-fil-A.
1: Yeah. Which they hired should probably specify, if Chick-fil-A. they're serious about that, hey, you can't do this on Sunday.
2: So, okay, right? we'll do it when your customers are clogging up the, 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 the parking lot. That'll work out beautifully. <laughs> Won't you like that? Or maybe we'll just do it at two in the morning while your mm-hmm. neighbors are sleeping. Well, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Some other time, though, right? Some other time. <laughs> Not on Sunday, because you're making people work.
2: Uh, But yeah, it is. It is uh, weird to walk around the uh, stadium there in Atlanta and see the the Chick fil A restaurant shuttered on game day, which you know most of the games, seven of the eight last year.
1: Got to give them credit for that. Yes,
2: yes, yes. That's
1: a lot of potential business. They're just saying, "No, well, two. That's great." And you're just, I guess, you're counting on the blessings of. Uh, doing really well, well the rest of the time because you're doing the right thing.
2: <laughs> and they have done And they've well. done well.
1: <laughs> they've done well. Yeah. You can't drive by a Chick-fil-A. At least in Texas. I don't know if this is the case everywhere. You can't drive by a Chick-fil-A where there's not a line. It, it's, and they have double lanes in a lot of the Chick, Chick-fil-A's mm-hmm. here. And they're both full and you're backed up. Yep. Sometimes to the street or around the corner. It's It's amazing. I'm getting myself really hungry just talking about you. You want
2: to go out for some Chick-fil-A after My the show gosh, here? we got like more than I got nine minutes and then we'll go.
1: More than I want you mean to just, live. Yeah, let's I let's want do
2: that. this. Let's yeah. do this in nine minutes. There's one just down the street, man.
1: Also, uh, this is kind of interesting because the, the United States of America has just recognized a new president in Venezuela. <laughs> wow. Uh, Vice President Pence... Tweeted out, today freedom broke out in Venezuela. I spoke with Trish Regan about the U.S. becoming the first country in the world at President Trump's direction. This is a pretty bold move on his yeah. part to recognize interim uh, President Jay Gua- Guaido. Is it Guaido? Guaido. Uh, I I- anyway, he's he's he recognizes himself as the president. And so the United States is also recognizing him as president, along with now... Canada followed our lead. So did Brazil, Colombia, Chile, and Peru. I'm
2: surprised Canada's on board considering a fellow socialist. I know. Uh, I was kind of surprised added. by that.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh so he's this new this new guy is only 35 years old. He's the head of the opposition controlled Congress that uh Maduro doesn't even recognize the Congress. It's like, yeah, that's not a thing. Well, the people recognize it, and yeah. the military is starting to realize it. And recognize it. So it's going to be tough for him to continue.
2: And see, this is what you do, um, South America. When you don't like your leader, take matters into your own hands. Instead of fleeing northward, try to fix what you got going on down there. Exactly. And that's what's happening.
1: So this has created, obviously, some tension between us and Venezuela uh, because we recognize the other guy as president. So they have given our diplomats uh, 72 hours to get out whatever get out yeah
2: all right bye, Ru- bye. rubio says you have no authority anymore to tell our diplomats to get out so stay put y'all
1: <laughs> i don't know if i would uh chance that because all hell's gonna break loose yeah I, I, in that country it would it wouldn't
2: be a, a relevant point for me because i would never be in venezuela in the first place
1: yeah mm-hmm. all right we now have yes the aforementioned Beto video <laughs> in his sheep outfit playing <laughs> Blitzkrieg Bop.
2: Sheets, uh, they're bad. Uh, you you, you we going to make it for the whole minute? I don't know. That's not machine.
5: false.
2: Don't <laughs> hey, oh, go.
1: Don't go. That is weird that stuff. Is something else. Okay. That could be <laughs> the next president of the United States of America. <laughs> If that doesn't make you proud, I don't, I don't know what will. Uh,
2: it makes me something.
1: So I think that is Foss going no, yeah. around as the sheep. Know. Right? I don't. Right? Pretending to be a band from Australia called The got, Sheep.
2: I just know I got another square on bingo. <clears throat> really? I sure did. It was subtle, but oh. I heard it. Okay. So I'm marking it off my square.
1: Uh, that is terrible. That guy has zero talent. <laughs> and so does his band. Oof. Mm, man, they were bad. And again, yeah, what? quite possibly the next president of the United States of America. <sighs> wow. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Meanwhile, a U.S. congressman is issuing a statement on ending the uh, NFC on the ending of the NFC Championship game between the Saints and the Rams. Uh, Cedric Richmond. Released a statement on Twitter that uh, he's going to call Roger Goodell. Goodell. Goodell, I mean. Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell to come before the Judiciary Antitrust Subcommittee to discuss the end of the game and what can be done about it. (laughs) Nothing. And certainly not by the Congress of the United States. It's a football game. Stop it. Go pay attention to something that needs paying attention to. Yes, the shor- the Saints got the short end of the stick. Yes, they they were ripped off. Yeah. There's Let's no doubt about it. Let's focus on more important
2: things it. like climate change. <clears throat> right. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Don't the weirding of our weather. What about the weirding of
2: our <laughs> our weather, Corey? <laughs> uh, hold on a second. Yeah. So he wants to drag Goodell in front of the House.
1: Yeah. Judiciary to testify. Antitri- uh, what could be done? How could we fix this? You can't. You're in Congress, and uh, it's none of your business. But they love to do this. This, they, this is what they did with the baseball steroid thing. Oh, yes. Because they wanted to talk to uh, you know Roger Clemens and Sammy Sosa and mm. Mark McGuire, and they wanted them in front of him. I think they just wanted autographs. I, I don't think they'd even recognize Sammy Sosa if he appeared before them anymore. Wait, what? You see what Sammy Sosa has done to himself What's lately?
2: What's going on with Sammy Sosa?
1: Uh, he just, well, not much, except he changed races. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he just changed his race. Oh, That's no. All. What? <laughs> really strange. Uh, let's oh. look at the transformation of Sammy Sosa, one of the...
2: Okay, so there he is. Okay, there. 1996, 98. from the old days. So, okay. Yeah,
1: 98. Okay, 98 again. Clearly dark skin. He and Mark McGuire. Okay. Okay. 2000. There's 2000. He's still playing baseball. All right, 2005. Looks fine. 2005. Uh, 2006. Okay, I think he's. 2009. Yeah, what's still that's, that's fairly a dark. Whoa, oh, whoa, 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 whoa,
2: whoa! Back. What?
1: Later in 2009, 2011. A little just bit lighter. A lot of.
2: Whoa. Whoa. Is he just under a spotlight? What has happened?
1: He's whiter than the guy. The white guy standing next to him.
2: What in the in that world last... was that?
1: Yeah, he bleached his skin, uh, and nobody knows exactly what's oh, going on there.
2: Like he wh- says. What?
1: Yeah, it's. I use this skin oh. softener. Do you? Yeah, do I use this. You know, I got this facial cream, and I got it from uh, Joanna Gaines. <laughs> <laughs> got this darn facial cream from jo- Chip and Joanna Gaines sold it to me, you and thought I thought you could trust them. I right? thought I could trust they them. Seem I mean, I like honest. I like their their remodeling of their homes, yeah. But their facial skin your turned face. me white, uh, and I'm really pissed off about it. Actually, you didn't even say he was pissed. Yeah, you. Um, did you ever think maybe if that if it if that facial cream started turning you white, you might stop use it using mm-hmm. it?
2: I <laughs> I don't. Good great. I don't know. And but did you <laughs> see from in two thousand nine and wow. two thousand nine? It was yeah. Well, dare I say yeah the difference between night and day.
1: Yeah, um, it in was, that same year. Yeah. Does this I, count? It's a Michael more? that that's more dramatic than Michael Jackson. Yeah, isn't
2: totally, it? totally. Yeah. So um, so who who oh, yeah. who
1: sold him what? Uh Joanna Gaines. What's she? What you know, because she you? left her show to sell facial cream. You're welcome. And uh thank you. And Sammy bought into that. He's like, Well, if it's so good that she left Fixer Upper uh-huh. to sell it, it must be good stuff and it'll soften my skin. And so he tried it, and look what happened to him. Don't wow. buy Joanna Gaines's facial cream. Right? It'll change your race. It's not good <laughs> stuff, it's not. Change your face, change your race. <laughs> Our big uh, Friday show (laughs) Uh, where Chewing the Fats own Jeff Fisher will join us. We'll see you then.